Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Reclaims podcast. I am Ellie Herringshaw, and I am sitting again with Caitlin Rayleigh. She's a rock star. She's been on the podcast before. Um, she's here from LA, which is amazing, but I'm so excited to be sitting across from her. Mm. God has given her such an amazing perspective. If you haven't heard her story yet, please go back and listen to it. It's just awesome and so, so good. One of the things that I'm really sensitive to as someone who is divorced, I've asked the Lord for a sensitivity to bitterness. Mm. And um, and I just sense that it's bitterness is something that just runs rampant in the church. Yeah. It, with everybody. I mean, yeah. it's just so apparent. And particularly with divorced people. Yep. It's there and it's so clear, but I don't see it in you. And I am so blessed wow. and honored by that, that I don't see bitterness in you. Mm. And the tendency is for that to come up. And yeah. I'm sure that you've done an active work in avoiding it. Yes. Praise God. It is a daily thing. I yeah. should say. It's not just like one day I was like, nope. I'm not going to be bitter. And then the rest of my time since then has been no yeah. bitterness. It has been a daily um, work. Yeah. A daily request from God, actually. Um, yeah avoid bitterness to say hey god um i don't want this in my heart and yeah. actively choosing to embrace the opposite of bitterness so praise god yeah praise the lord so and good so that kind of like that sort of moves into what we're going to be talking about today which is arguably something that actually instills a lot of bitterness yeah. at times. <laughs> uh, oh the, being the s word single we are both single. So we're going to just have a little bit of a honest conversation about yep. singleness today. Both mm -hmm. of both Caitlin and I have been divorced for um, about our, the same time, about the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Our um, we we began we, we became separated about I guess it was like maybe six months you got you got were separated in May, right? Uh, so, yeah. May of so 2016. I, well, yeah. So the initial um affair and like split happened in April of okay. 2016 and then um I never went back yeah so yeah it really yeah. started then and it, I, I I should say I, yeah I did become official in May I would say my my decision had become final okay. by May and then your divorce was finalized in May 2017 a, a year later so my my official divorce was final in um in the end of October of 2017 okay and my separation was the end of October 2016 so it was like it was it's pretty parallel yeah. we've been we've we've both been single a long time yep and navigating the dating scene as two divorced ladies right and that's that's the thing so <laughs> there are so many people who will be listening to this saying like yes ladies preach on the dating scene etc but I just I will say that um singleness for everybody can be a very difficult season but singleness when you have experienced um something that you thought would be your forever covenant and then literally having that um taken from your life being like removed from that and saying yeah. wait um the last x amount of years I haven't had to date and all my friends have had to date yeah and I remember actually being like when I would hear my friends complain about it I'd be like oh, I'm so glad I don't have to go through that anymore yeah as uh, when you were married as a married yeah. yeah, I'd be like, oh, I'm so glad I don't have to do that. I actually never really had to deal with, with mm -hmm. dating or whatever. I didn't either. Because I dated, again, right around 18, actually. Yep. So I, right when I entered into adulthood. So I went now, from my parents' house to yes, dating yes. to marriage. Yes, like, that's, it exactly. was that seamless. And I, I never had to live on my own. Yep. I never Same. had to navigate that. Same. It was just And now this, we're like, yeah. wait, 
dating is rough. And we're in our 20s. And we're in our 20s. <laughs> and it's hard. We just lost our dogs. Yeah. Our only, the only companions in our life that were tried and true and tangible on this earth. Yeah. Um, it's real. It is real. It's and real. And the struggle of being single is so real. So is. like, okay. And I also just do want to say, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot that I want to say in this, which is why we're going to say a lot today, guys. which is I'm, I'm excited to talk about this topic because I am so open with my story. Like same. I'm like. I, I mean, it, it's all out there. Like yep. everybody knows basically everything. And yep. I, and that's, th- this podcast is bold in that way. Yep. But for me to talk about my, my season of singleness and mm-hmm. the discontentment mm-hmm. that that has been for me mm-hmm. is actually almost more vulnerable yep. than like my experience with the affair and my divorce because I'm going through it right now. Yeah. And I have this hope that, that I won't be single forever a- anymore. And and it's this it's this weird fight between i don't know it's this it's this struggle within my heart to be like i want to hold on to the hope i need to be content with right now and yeah there's so much to that and yeah and what i mean what what you were saying about about being um like we've had this covenant before we've yeah. had we've had just the coupling like mm-hmm. everything that i do is with my ex-husband like yep. when you, when you're married there's that expectation that you're with that person yeah and then we don't have that right now so you we may have a best friend that we do everything with mm-hmm. or like we may um we we have community which mm-hmm. is amazing but it's different mm-hmm. and I I believe that God is calling me to remarriage yeah same here and maybe he's out there and I believe he's out there somewhere mm-hmm. but I'm not seeing it in, in the reality right, right now so what is active waiting look like yeah so what so, <laughs> so what does active what did, waiting look like? <laughs> active waiting. Well, yeah. Why don't you, why don't oh, you go gonna, for that? Okay. What is it? What does active waiting look like for you? Hmm. We're okay. Let's talk about this. What has, what is your dating experience? Let's just, let's okay. talk about that yeah. a little bit before we. So I didn't actually really like start going on dates until, um, actually last year. Okay. And I started accepting that I wanted to start going on dates probably shortly after my divorce was done yeah and I was like okay uh let's do this and I I really I as I look back now I realize um although I was frustrated that I that I wasn't necessarily being pursued by anybody Mm -hmm. I look back and I'm really thankful for that because God Mm -hmm. was like we're not done with your heart yet I have some things I want to work on with you um before I I bring the distraction of men into your life a little bit um so I started going on, I went on my first official date uh, just last year, actually in, in Minneapolis, which is funny because okay. I, I was visiting here. Um, and so it's been interesting because I have taken on this posture of accepting that what I have always found attractive in a man um, has not only changed, but I've actually asked God to change that in me. Hmm. Um, yeah. And that started with me saying, okay, God, what do you find attractive in a man? Yeah. So that's where my whole walking into the dating scene has really begun. That's what I've embraced because the idea of casually dating around hmm. actually really exhausts me. Oh, um, yes. and So true. And I'm like, I just, I just don't want that. Um, and so that, that's, you know, that's where it started for me and that's where it is now. I've been on 
a few dates with different people. Um, and I've also met a lot of uh, potentials, I should say, yeah. that for whatever reason didn't work out or haven't worked out. But I've been so thankful that because I started asking God to show me what he found attractive, he yeah. has just brought men into my life to sort mm. of reclaim the joy in the opposite sex. Hmm. Um, that's really cool. That's and that's really kind cool. of where that whole release of bitterness comes from is because it would be so easy for me. So so I should say um, I, I didn't grow up with a father. Mm. Uh, so and I have never really had like a sturdy father figure in my life. Wow. Um, that I could say comfortably like like I actually don't even really know what it's like to be like lovingly hugged by a dad Hmm. Um, and uh, that's that's changed for me in the last year or two Um, I've been blessed to be um, quote adapted by Mm -hmm. um, a lovely my best friend's family out here so I I have had reclaiming in that area but praise God but either way the idea of men for me could have very easily been just completely shredded yeah. Um, especially after my divorce. Like I, I was just so angry at that time. And, and I really am so thankful that God was like, you know what? I'm going to show you what um, love from a man looks like. Yeah. Um, wow. Just beginning from a friend level. Yeah. And really experiencing that and saying, okay, you're right, God. Uh, you have created men in this world to be loving and true and, and great mm-hmm. for you and your kingdom. And like he has just been showing that to me. And yeah. I'm like – that gives me so much promise without without expectation of right of even like a relationship with them yep. or like like just just a friendship level yep yeah that's yeah. really cool and that's even, amazing it is and even the dates that I have been on um have not necessarily turned it into anything um mainly because they haven't I, like I've discovered or just realized that they aren't believers and that's yeah. not something that personally I want to pursue or you in guys my aren't life. at the same level correct just not in the same place in our lives yeah and that's okay but I've still come out of it saying you know what God thank you for that opportunity yep um as frustrating it is as it is to say I had hope in that and now it's not happening and like what the heck yeah um like yeah I, I could have not been single anymore you yeah know? <laughs> <laughs> but, I love that and, like, statement. I definitely think that. Like, there's a there's a moment where I'm like, you know, like you come home and you're like, yeah, that's not gonna happen, and then you're frustrated about it. Yeah. But I, I still try to have this silver lining mentality where I'm like, you know what? Where can I praise God still? In where that? Where are you, God, in this? Right. Where can I find gratefulness? Right. Where in were this? you in that? Even in that yep. couple hours you were with whoever it was that you were going out with, um. I've just been able to really recognize where God has said, like, this is actually all I really wanted to show you with that date. Hmm. You know? Yeah. And saying, wow. Or to see something, like, beautiful in that person. Yes. God loves this thing about this Mm. man. And he created this man in this way to show this side of myself. But the whole picture is not Mm -hmm. right for you. And that doesn't mean that that is, you know, a bad person or whatever. Oh, absolutely not. But, like... It's so much better to know this person is not for me. Yep. And I want to bless that person. Either even way, though yeah. he's not even though he's not for me. Yep. I want to show him God's love too. So mm-hmm. like yeah, I love I love that perspective of just being present in that date or whatever it is, like mm-hmm. the texting conversation or whatever. Yeah. To find the silver lining, to find the the gratefulness in that experience with that person. So you haven't you haven't had like an exclusive I'm in quotes like an exclusive Boyfriend. relationship? No. Okay. No, I have not. I and it definitely has not been that I've said um I don't want a boyfriend right now. It's quite yeah. the opposite, yeah. you know. <laughs> She's <laughs> Which, single, gentlemen. <laughs> hello. <laughs> um 
So, and that's, and it's really cool because I've actually been blessed with a, a lot of friends who are also single. Yep. Um, and I single do. Single ladies in that season is like, whoa, it's healing. It, it's, it really is. And so I, I haven't, I haven't had an official boyfriend yet, um, that I can say like, okay, I was in this and, and now I'm not. And I do believe that that was for a reason. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, <laughs> There's a, there's so many jokes that we have living in, in California where it feels like, um, our oh church, <laughs> our church dating pool is so I know exactly small. what you're going to say. And I think this is really common for a lot of people who are heavily involved in their church where they think, wow, God, I really hope that like my husband is in this church right now. And then you just feel like your church dating pool is so small. Yep. I mean, you, you've seen me worship, like I'm a flailer in worship And I never want to feel like I'm on display Mm. because my worship is so external. And this is totally getting off topic. But like, I don't know. It's this weird thing of like, I I almost, I just want blinders on because I just want to be with Jesus. Yeah. Do you ever think when you're in church that you wonder if other people are watching you worship Jesus and if it's acceptable? Because like, that's a thing for me. I have to really adamantly say, you know what, God, I don't really want to think about if a man is impressed by my love for you right now. <laughs> I just, and this is so real for me because I'm like sitting there in church and I'm like, God, if my husband is in this congregation <laughs> right now, I hope he sees that my hands are as high as they can be for you. Yeah. And I just, you know, I want, I want a man that I, that God intends for me to be with to see my love for God, but I do not want my love for God to be something I feel the need to put on display in order to find a man real talk you know yeah and and what's been so affirming actually is being around other women like you guys this last weekend who have literally come up to me and I was strangers to all of you up until Mm -hmm. two days ago yeah and the first thing you all said was your love for God is so apparent and I didn't have to do anything I just had to be me so yeah and that's how I want to live it overflows it just overflows and that's such a blessing from God so yeah I mean well I I see that in you Mm. and like and I just, I believe that that is going to be something that's going to be so apparent from, yeah. for a man. Correct. That it's not going to be like you just having to show yeah. anything or perform, but mm-hmm. he's going to be like, oh my gosh, Caitlin loves Jesus yeah. so much. And that's, you and know, that's I could say awesome. the same for you because we're both very like pretty strong in our personalities. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thus this podcast. <laughs> Hi, my name is Caitlin and I have a really strong personality. Yeah. Um, but I think that that can sometimes feel like we are too intense Yep. and I, I feel that a lot. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, especially when I get too loud or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like it's, it's, I'm in church and I'm like, okay, well, uh, why does this church dating pool feel so small? Mm -hmm. Like, why does it feel like there's a shortage of Christian men because they're all married with newborns. Oh. No. They, we joke about this. This we, is a joke. We joke about this. Yeah. That that all the... So we're... Okay. So I'm 28. You're 20. You're almost 26. Almost 26. Yeah. So there is there is this fear, especially because I, I went to a conservative Christian college. Mm. It was the ring by spring thing that everyone was... Everyone was getting engaged. Like, yeah. Everyone... I got married in college. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were so, with in that pool of ring yes I was yeah, you were. so I was I was one of those people my, my ex-husband did not go to my college but um but there was that there was just like everyone was coupling up in college and then it was this expectation that's like when are you gonna get, you get out of you get out of college and then all of the attractive guys that love Jesus are taken yeah and I know that that's not true it feels like that's true sometimes yeah and well I think <laughs> I think that that's actually um 
a way that the enemy likes to make you feel like the Lord's promise for you doesn't actually exist. Yeah. Because like, and you know, we, we do joke about this a lot back home and you and I have been joking about this too, but like we really do, um, especially my best friend and I, we joke about this a lot at home where, uh, we will comment on like seeing an attractive guy walk across the street or we've had instances where we've seen them like walk into somewhere and we're like, Oh, look, blah, blah, blah. Um, just like, you know, like <laughs> you're whatever checking, you're checking guys out. Just, I understand. Well, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Or just like commenting, like even just playfully yeah. like to each other, like, mm, he's cute or like, mm, or whatever. And then, uh, like immediately they're, they're alone, but then like their beautiful wife walks in. Yeah. <laughs> God bless her. God bless her. No, and she seriously. has, and then she has and a she newborn has on this her hip. Adorable newborn with a head bow. <laughs> that's an Instagram baby somewhere, and you're like, this couple's so beautiful. Yeah. And again, it feels like you're reminded of like it's like a sting. Like ah, all the yeah. good ones are married with it's newborns. It so can be. And there can it's be, easy it, to fall that, into that. And it's that moment mm. when we have to actually choose. To not be bitter. Yes. We have to actually choose to say, okay, you know what? I have a, I have a hope in something. I talk about this a lot. I have a hope in something and I've been disappointed and I've been disappointed a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, and I have to, in that disappointment, I have to choose to allow my hope to grow bigger than my disappointment or I will be bitter and I will be cynical. And like, so I've, I have had, I've had exclusive relationships since my divorce and I have like, I have dated guys and mm-hmm. had you know had those conversations and mm-hmm. seen them over long periods of time and and come to the point where I'm like where either he or I were like you know this isn't working like you're not it yeah and and how hard is that for you really like oh talk my about gosh that. when it's you realize it's so not so hard and so like when you realize that it's not right for you you just feel that either in your heart or literally a direct word from God whatever yeah. it is yeah where in your mind do you start to say like how do you process through that? Oh my gosh. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. Cause you, like, you're anticipating the disappointment. So how do you process, you know, how do you, so I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet. And so, yeah, it's been so, it's been super, super hard because particularly with this one guy that I dated and the Lord just made it really, really clear to me to engage in this relationship. And, and it was, you know, it was really good for a time and, and then it wasn't. Mm. And then we needed to end things. Mm. And I really, really wrestled with the, with the Lord about this, where I was like, God, you made this clear to me. Like, and not that I like knew that I would marry him again or something, you know, yeah. or like, I didn't know that necessarily, but, but I felt so hurt by God mm. because I was like, Lord, you made this clear to me. And I feel like I've been led astray and I feel like you led me into more hurt and more disappointment and it was that was a really really hard time and I had a lot of super honest conversations with God about it like I feel I feel like you led me to more hurt Lord Mm. and um and in that I know I I actually don't believe that God has like I don't believe in soulmates I don't I think that God has a person for me but that person also has to choose me. Wow. Preach. And wow, that's amazing. And so I actually don't, I think that, I think that there are, that God is going to lead me to someone, but that person also has to choose me in return. Yeah. And, and so there's this, there's this give and take, like at at the same, in the same way, I know that God could have healed both of our marriages 
And that, and that was also, that was ultimately his plan a for our lives. Mm. God doesn't make a, he doesn't make a plan B for our lives. He just makes a new plan a. And so, and so when our ex-husbands did not choose us, mm. when they did not choose redemption and when they did not choose wholeness, which is, which is our stories yes. different, you know, yes. totally different. But the same idea, same idea. We were, not chosen. we were not chosen by them. And so then in the background, God is working all things together to make a new plan, a, a new direction yep. for things. And I think that that's what he does in relationships too, mm-hmm. in past divorce. Like, okay. And so then also I want to refer back to a podcast that I did with my dad about divorce and remarriage and the theology behind that. So if this is like, whoa, why are you talking about remarriage after divorce? Cause that's not biblical. Go listen to that episode <laughs> because we lay out, we lay out in there sort of a theology of, of redemption yeah. and that God wants redemption for our lives. Yep. And that is woven all through, all throughout the gospels. So if you're feeling prickly about this right now, listeners, um, go listen to that episode and I'll Absolutely. tag it in. I'll put it in my show notes too. God wants redemption for us and remarriage is something that's okay. Yeah. Just saying that. (laughs) And that's so true because Mm -hmm. um, it's so easy to feel like the world, because the world looks at um, trauma that happens in people's lives as a form of identity. Yeah. Um, And it can be used still in like, a way of justice for people. This is just the world, not necessarily people in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, with all kinds of trauma, they can think, um, yeah, well, I am this now. So I am divorced now. I am divorced now. <laughs> that is my that is my new identity. That is how everyone will see me. That is how I have to live. Um, and I am tainted now. Yeah. Uh, and that that is like a thought you have. Yeah. Um, and then further stepping into like, being in church and saying you hear sermons about divorce or you hear that word come up in a sermon and you're like that's me yeah you know and you're like or they oh. use it as an example for moral failure in the world yeah. and I'm like well okay <laughs> that's me right I am a divorced person mm-hmm. I actually I have a question for you do you feel like you ever worry about your future even just boyfriend or like someone that you start dating, like, do you ever, before you actually tell them a little bit more about your story, do you ever feel like fearful about, um, and I can talk about yeah. this too when you're yeah. done because I just had this experience. Yeah. So do you ever feel, um, do you ever think to yourself like, oh, once he finds out what happened to me, yeah, um, that's it. Yeah. He's so- going to view me like the world does. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That I don't was, know what's your experience been, with that. Okay. So. I think that, that that may be a little bit different for me than for you because okay. I have this podcast and, right. and my story is so out in the open. Yeah. And again, like I'm not telling his story. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling my ex-husband's story. I'm just telling my story right. and my response to what happened to me. Mm-hmm. So I have felt this need actually in getting into the dating world that I'm like, I just want to tell him right away and mm-hmm. like just Get post it, it everywhere. So I had... um I first got into, I did some online dating and, um, when I first got into online dating, it was on my profile that I was divorced that I, or I think I, what I said, wow. I'm like, yeah, no, wow. it, was, it was right there. It was out there in the open. And, um, I had later, I had a friend be like, that may, may you might want to reconsider that. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know how to date. I don't know how to do anything. Me, though, I'm like, how do we do this guys? I don't know. 
but I put I honestly put it on my like on my profile where I was like I podcast and I write about healing from divorce and infidelity like that's what I said (laughs) and okay wow the boldness though (laughs) but I later had yeah like I said I had some friends be like maybe you should reconsider that but I also had a lot of guys be like oh my gosh I'm so sorry for what you went through like wow and it sort of opened up this door to be like oh I'm serious about this like I'm not messing around with dating yeah. And I don't want to, I don't want to mess around. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to waste anyone's time. My time is precious. Their time is precious. This is my story. Um, and this most recent time of, um, I went back on the, the dating apps just, um, I don't know, like a month ago or something. And, um, I decided not to share that out there in the open. And I, um, and I knew that I wanted to do that slightly different and make that a little bit more of, um, a little just a little bit more personal but I also knew that if like somebody would google me or something they would find out they'd be like oh wow she has a sp-. I mean and not that I'm like all over the place but my story it's is not hard open. to figure out yeah my story is open yeah. and and I want it to be that way because there is healing and redemption and that's what I'm all about yeah I don't know I think like it's just it's just sort of different with the different timing of my life I yeah. guess yeah so my my last my last relationships I've um I've just sort of expressed to them or some guys that I've went on dates with that have been set ups or something. And, and so then people knew and maybe to- and told that guy, she is doing this thing. She has this ministry. Um, but there's always been the fear too. Like you, I mean, your question was like, do you have fear of that? I've had fear that, that guys are going to feel intimidated mm. by this. Mm-hmm. Like that I am, I am a strong person and I am, I, my, I talk about my, I talk about my marriage. I talk about, um, I talk about what God's done in me and I'm not willing to change. I'm not willing to change that. And I'm not willing to settle with that. I have forgiven my ex-husband. I have, I'm not, I'm not living in a place where I'm like holding anything. Mm -hmm. I'm not holding any Mm -hmm. bitterness, but I'm using my story as an example for healing. Yeah. And I feel called to speak to the divorce community. about it absolutely and so there's that yeah absolutely that fear of like how is this person going to respond or they're going to feel intimidated or is it going to chase people away and so that's sort of why I've like wanted to just lay it out there and be like this is what I'm doing so if that bothers you bye-bye like see you later um yeah but it's yeah it's a it's a thing it yeah it is and so I have obviously a different this is my first time sharing my story publicly which I applaud you for so much boldness and it's you know it's been a long time coming yeah I've been very open about it um face to face with people in my life and very much like sometimes so much so that I will like just say it and I'm like oh um I just said that so casually I'm so and I like go back and because they're like I'm sorry did you just say you were married and I'm like sorry that was so I just I say it so casually in person that I'm like I I don't mean to say it like it's uh insensitively it's just a part of my life that I have grown so much in that I'm like it's it's I'm an open book about it now and I'm like ask me questions let's talk about it if you're curious you know um and so there is quite a few people in my life that do know uh, and I'm very open about it but I have not shared it publicly I know there's a lot of people that were in my life at one point and aren't now who probably have a lot of questions yeah and have just either been too afraid to ask me or like just want to assume and watch from the sidelines on social media and kind of yeah. like figure it out or whatever um fill in the blanks right but for me I feel like the idea of um 
sharing it with somebody who is potentially going to be entering into my life romantically. Um, I view it sort of, I do, I do commend you on being so bold right away with it. It may not be the best strategy. So, so, and I like will lovingly probably agree with, with that. Like, let me just say, like, I just love you and your boldness so much. It may be a little much. But it might be. It might be a little much. But you know what though? It's, it's, it's almost like courageous because, uh, you're so like passionate in what God has done for you that you're like, you know what? Like I have been through this and gosh, dang it. Everyone's going to know what God has done. And that's so cool. But at it the same time, it may not t- be the best thing on Bumble to just put just, like, like to put like that just on guys, Bumble. You know what I mean? Like just, <laughs> that's a dating app for those of you that don't, yeah. that don't know. Yeah. So, so, um, for me, I look at it more as, um, another step in in intimately inviting a man into my life and into my heart because while I am very open about my divorce and my um the abuse that I went through and what that has done to me I I want who I tell to feel like I'm I'm intentionally coming to them about it that's really good in a way that's like hey I'm telling you this because I care about you and I want you to know more about me and understand why my faith in Jesus and my, my belief in his power and redemption in everybody's lives is so apparent because like, look at my example, look at my story. That's so good. That's so good. So that's, that's my stance on it. And (laughs) I, I have, you know, I had experiences more recently where I have had to sit down with um people who I have previously um thought about dating and being with um and shared that story and literally had to conquer that fear of saying well I may not be trying to date this person right now but I care about this person and how are they going to take that that I was a different person will they think I'm tainted yeah will they think that I am unworthy will they think that I am and you know, that's an issue for me is lack of lack of worth. Um, yeah. It's a fear of mine. So that's the first thing that I think of is like, well, they think that I'm unworthy of of that commitment now. Yeah. Well, they think that it's like, well, she's already been through what I have been dreaming of since I was a child, like as a guy, you know, like, yeah. oh, I've dreamt of having a beautiful wife one day. And it's like, oh, well, she's already been a wife. Or she's already she's already had a wedding. She's already bought a dress. She's already done all those. She's things. already done all those things. Yeah. So, yeah, like there's that fear for and, sure. And it is. And you know what? That is where I just love the idea of what God does with renewal in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is promise even for me that I've reflected on where, yes, I have had a wedding. I have bought a dress. Um, I have done all of those things. You've been proposed to. I have been proposed to. Um, however, I do believe that there is such an opportunity for renewal in my life for my future husband, boyfriend, fiance, all of that. To experience what I didn't experience um, with my yeah. ex-husband. Right. And uh, that literally, that exact thought right there has me like, all right, Jesus, let's do this, you yeah. know, um, yep. because it may not always feel like I'm going to, It's sometimes I'm like, oh, it's going to be like not new for me and exciting for me anymore because I've already courted, I've already dated, I've already been proposed to, I've already done all this. It's not going to feel new and exciting for me anymore. I'm just going to be like, ah, okay, great. I've already done this. This guy can feel really excited about so it. False. I'll be, so false. In fact, the Lord is going to reclaim those areas. Yes. He's going to reclaim right. dating. He's yep. going to reclaim and that's what pr- he's doing right proposals now. to you. Right. 
And yeah, I mean, that's so good. And I want to, I do just want to say too, like dating is a part of our singleness. Yeah. So we're, I mean, we're talking about singleness in this podcast and how it's actually an important time. Proactive singleness too. Yes. And a big part of being single is having the hope for something more. But in that time of singleness, it's like, this is the only time that I can experience this where I don't have to tell somebody where I'm going. I don't have to tell somebody what I'm doing. And not that you have to do that when you're dating, but there's sort of this expectation that you're involving someone else in your life and well, like, yeah. including them. Right. Absolutely. That's what happens when you invite someone else yeah, into exactly. your life. Yeah, exactly. Because they become then a part of your life. So there can often be this dissatisfaction with being, with being single because we want something more. But this time also is really fruitful and very beautiful. Yes. I sometimes I'm in the season right now where I have to just remind myself of that. Yeah. Me too. Because I don't, because I don't often want to be here. I don't want to be in this place of being single. And yeah. And that, I think that even that's why this podcast is maybe turning into talking about dating because we're not finding necessarily the constant joy or at least for me contentment or contentment in, Mm -hmm. in, in my season. Yeah. And that's so real. And that's, it's so real. And it's okay. Yeah, it like, is okay. It's so okay. Yeah. Um, and then in that dating period, like we need to constantly go back to ourselves and go back to God and say, God, how is my heart right now? Like, am yeah. I, am I staying oriented towards you? How is my mental health right now? Like, let's check in. And I don't want to be so, um, so consumed with what this other person is or how this other person that I'm seeing or dating is reacting or or I don't want to be so so consumed with them and trying to figure out if they're the right person Mm -hmm. if I'm not looking to see what's my heart posture how is my heart doing what's my mental health like Mm -hmm. do you know what I'm saying I do yeah and and I would I would agree with that just to sort of use that to segue also into the, the idea of what that appreciation and joy in singleness comes from especially coming out of a covenant yeah. Um, because right now, as a single person, um, it's so like I'm I'm reclaiming my independence. Yeah, you are. And so whoops, whoops. right. And that's a big that's a big thing for people who have been in long term relationships. Yeah. Or marriages where they come out of it and they're like, wait, I don't have to um check in and mm-hmm. see what the schedule is for the day, or I don't have you know I can. I can fly across the country which if I want, which, which I did, <laughs> um, and and do that for a weekend. Or I can, you know, I don't. I can go to church by myself if yeah. I want to, and I will. I can go to that movie by myself, right? Or like if all of your friends are getting together and you like, you know, like my friends are going going doing rock climbing right now, so it's like I can do that on a on yep. a night a weeknight and not have to think about it and go. You know what? I'm gonna go and live in this. Yeah, and I love. I love the idea and I can't wait for having um, a guy in my life that I can share in new experiences in. Yeah. That I can actually invite my independence in and like have him appreciate that. That's really good. And that's kind of where I'm I'm letting God develop that in me now because Mm -hmm. I know that that is an important thing and there are important things that you need to learn as a single woman, especially your dependence on Jesus. Yes. (laughs) Before... God says, "Okay, I'm. We're gonna bring a man into this now." Um, or, or for, the same thing for a man. Your dependence on Jesus is first and foremost the most important thing. And I actually heard this on um, another podcast or interview once, um, and it was this 
the speaker, this woman speaker talking about when she first met her husband when they were younger and they were dating and it had been a couple months and he had come to her and he said, you know what? Um, I just want you to know that I, I love you. And I really mm. think that we're going to be like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to marry you. He oh, was wow. like, but, and he stopped and he said to her, he looked her in her eyes and he said, I, I love you. And I can tell you that now. However, I want you to know that I will never be able to love you like Jesus can. And yeah. I, I am, I'm confessing that to you because I admit that and I recognize that in my flesh. And no matter what, I, even though I don't want to, will inevitably fail you mm-hmm. in, in our lives. Yeah. But I always want you to run to Jesus first. Yeah. And I love that. And that is exactly what I remember now in my life where I'm like, when I think about having a boyfriend, I'm like, you know what? I love that. I want to be independent in my life, but I want to be dependent on Jesus first. And mm-hmm. I want him to feel the same. Yeah. Because that's like a, that's a perfect circle there, right? There. Yes. We're both Indep- dependent on Jesus. Independently dependent. Is, right. That was my word. I, I told you this. Yeah. Yep. That, that, that was my word last year. The Lord was, was, was showing me that I needed to be independently dependent yeah. on him. That no one's telling me even to like, just completely lean on God. Mm. So I had to just do it on my own. Yeah. And that's and, so and good. It's so good. You learn how to I do was, that. Things were just stripped away in that season. Yep. Um, and I mean, I'm still there. Yeah. But, but independently dependent on him. Yep. And then I want, yeah. And I want that in, in a future person as well. Yeah. I'm not telling them mm-hmm. to dig into the word. Mm-hmm. I'm not the one encouraging them yeah. to do that. Like, I mean, of course there needs to be that give and take, but you're not carrying the wagon. I'm not carrying. Yeah. And I'm not initiating yep. it. Like the initiation is mm-hmm. in them too. There's accountability between you two. Yes. However, at the end of the day, you are both confident in your dependence on God. Yeah. Yep. Cause your, your relationship with God is still a separate entity, like yep. a separate thing. Yes. In your relationship with another person on this earth. Yep. But then it can become its own thing yes, in the can. relationship. Yep. So it's, like I have my relationship mm-hmm. with the Lord. I have my, re- I, you know, of course this is hypothetical mm-hmm. because there isn't another person. <laughs> I have my relationship with the Lord. I have my relationship with this significant other, this hypothetical person. And then I have my relate and then we have our relationship with the Lord together. Right. And so you can also look at that and think, okay, well, if one of you is not firm in their faith individually with yeah. Jesus, that will very quickly um, affect your re- your relationship where Jesus is in your relationship as a, as one. Yeah. Um, and that can become very apparent, which is why it's so important to not only um, be aware of your relationship with Jesus in a relationship, but also to be aware of um, where you're at spiritually, individually, yeah. and just really accept that you need to consistently be fed spiritually yes. in yourself yep um and it can be so as a single person yes. before you get yes. involved with anything and it can be so easy even when you're dating to like let's say you're and this I've experienced this where you're you generally go to church with other people mm-hmm. or like hypothetically your boyfriend <laughs> and then one day it's like there's a day where your boyfriend or whoever is like you know I'm, I'm not really feeling up to going today and you, instead of choosing to go anyway, say, okay, maybe I won't go either since mm-hmm. you're not going right there. That immediately mm-hmm. is the first foothold that mm. the enemy can use to say, great, let me seep in here really quick. Mm. Let me wow. take let me take this away from God today, just one day yeah. away from what God calls us as believers yep. to approach community with. Yeah. And there's no condemnation with that. No, not at all. Because trust me, there have been many days yeah. on a Sunday where I'm like, you know what? I'm not feeling it today. Just whatever, for yeah, whatever, whatever reason. whatever reason. And yeah. that's okay. However, 
being unwilling to choose Jesus first yep in that scenario anyway yep that is like something I never really want to let be a thing in my relationship yeah, and, and the enemy could, could absolutely have a foothold mm-hmm. in that right and that that's just a that would just be a step towards it right and yeah. again like I, I agree there's no condemnation in in that if you know you yeah if that's or, your story yeah. like and there's nothing yeah there, but you can also choose differently right like you have the power to choose differently right and in this season of being single right. we can actually practice right doing things on our own so th- yes and investing in our yes. relationship with god on our own yes. so it's not something that so you're it's comfortable. just doing with another person. Yep. So if that other person is like, I don't want to go to church, you're like, oh, I can go to church alone because mm-hmm. I've already I, done it. I've done it. <laughs> and I'm used to it. And it's not weird. Yeah. Anymore. And I can sit alone and that's okay. Anymore. I'm alive. It's not yeah. weird anymore. Anymore. <laughs> yeah. And that, that sort of goes into like, for me, I have, I took some time and I went on a, I went on a silent retreat and I, <sighs> I love this. I'm so like, and I, I took some time and I really, really asked the Lord about, um, creating for myself a personal policy for dating Mm. um and just around my singleness and being actively searching for um for something that I eventually want which is to be married again because there is that partnership of like Mm -hmm. we have to depend on the Lord for that that he's going to bring this man Mm -hmm. in his time but I also need to do my own work Mm -hmm. with that like I need to position myself in a way that's like hey I'm like I'm not wearing a ring on my finger. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna push anybody away unless I'm really not interested. Does it, you know what I mean? Wow. And then Actually, also, I, that's a really good word. I struggle with that. So that's a really good. That's well, yeah. Cause we have to, and it's not like going around and being like, I'm, you know, I'm available, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm not, I'm not wearing a neon sign. That's like single, ready to mingle, but I'm also not going to the club. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm doing things to position myself for, openness yeah I'm open yeah I'm open and Mm, that's beautiful sorry I just need to take a minute to say like wow that's so but it's also really hard because that's also opening yourself up for more rejection it is and more disappointment but let me just say that vulnerability is beautiful yeah and it's important it is important and it's and rejection is hard rejection sucks it so does and it is a bummer because it also brings up you're what you the past thought. rejection. Yeah. It brings up the previous it's like rejection. Salt in an old wound that you were It opens up it opens it up just a little bit more mm. and and it needs to be it needs to be rehealed. Mm. And that's okay. It's also does it doesn't open it up all the way, praise yeah. God. But it does open it up a little bit and it just reminds you. And the and then the enemy comes in and is like, Oh see, you're not choosable. Oh see, like you are ugly. And I can't believe you thought the Lord promised that for you. You know what I mean? Like that's how. Yeah, it comes. yeah. He's like, see what this is why you don't. This is why you don't have hope in that. Yeah, and then he just like feeds on that mm-hmm. disappointment, and yeah. So so I created. I actually wrote down. Yeah. I wrote down personal policies around dating and like what does this actually mean for me? It's going to look different for each person, mm-hmm. but but continuing to go back to them and saying and then comparing how my heart is around like practical things. Love like that. so I've I've been on online dating and. If that person does not say anything about their faith in their profile, you're not, I'm sorry, you don't make the cut. Like I won't. I don't for care. you personally. For me personally. Yep. That's just, that's just my personal policy that I have. Yes. And you know, maybe someone has a personal policy about people talking about their divorce on their profile. <laughs> They're going to like, you know, <laughs> which is fine. Like that's your thing. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> that's, <laughs> 
I regret nothing. I, I regret know it, nothing. Yeah, I don't want to live with regrets. That's right, Ellie. I don't. I don't want to live with regrets. But I would I would encourage those people to actually write things down that are important to you. Yeah. And then have time to reflect. Like if you feel like you're not getting something something is not being met practically yeah. in those in those personal policies to assess that relationship and assess yeah. your dating posture. Yeah. Maybe you just need to take some time for yourself and like date Jesus as like love that. But it's a thing it though a and thing. it's important. It is um, a thing. Yeah, that's been that's been important for me and hard. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's been a really good practical thing. So like, yeah. you know, if you're not talking about dating or if you're not talking about Jesus on your online dating profile, I'm not going to match with you. One of the one of the things too is I I want to always involve friends and family in my dating. Love that. I want to accountability. Accountability. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to people about mm-hmm. it. That's been a bit of an up and down too because I need to just go with my own gut and trust that I'm hearing from God about things and not just hear from other people, but God does speak through other people. And so so it's a weird balance. It's that weird balance of like, I'm making a decision on my own. There were times where I was like, I talked to my brothers or my dad and I would say, okay, I want you guys to make my dating profile and I want you guys to set me up. And whoa. And that was, I, I, Did thought you do about, that? I thought about that for a while. I didn't. Oh, I'm like, wow. I wonder what that would <laughs> like, it was, like arranged, like- <laughs> arranged marriage. Like, why not? Why not? I'm not doing that right now. Mm. But what, one thing I have done practically is I have asked people in my life and I've said, Hey, I'm open to being set up. And if, you know, if you have somebody and you've like, you've prayed about this and you think that you want to set me up, I'll give that a try. I'm not telling that to everybody <laughs> necessarily, but people I trust that I know hear from the Lord and have and, know and care for me and yeah, know, know me you. and like just planting that seed. That's something practical that I can do to, um, to take a step towards something that I want. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's hard. But in that I recently, I recently had to, or felt peace about ending something with someone. Mm-hmm. And there was hope in that. And there was so much joy in that relationship. And there was a lot of good things. Mm. But there was just things that I just did not feel peace about. And that's the, that's the really, really hard thing about dating. But also the really good thing about dating. Because... I'm continuing to see things that I really love and I appreciate and God's blessing me with mm-hmm. like joy yeah, and being able to share this particular aspect yeah. of creation. And yeah. like, we loved to adventure and yeah, we both like loved photography. And so we were able to talk about that on that level and which was so fun and beautiful, yeah. but there was just, there wasn't, it was just not quite right. And, and then that brings up the past disappointment and the past things, but as long as we're remembering that this is about getting closer to what God has for us. And like, I, I just need to believe that, that I'm just getting closer and taking steps towards, um, towards the, the beauty that, and the thing that God has for me, Mm -hmm. there's beauty in the process. I love that. I do. (laughs) I actually just, just to like, just to piggyback off that really quick. Okay, go for it. I I have, I want to ask you. Yeah. So I have a lot of friends who are single and a, a common thing that I hear, not just with my friends, but with people who are single 
is that they say, you know, I like want to be pursued by a man. Um, and I, it's almost like this posture of, of realizing that they don't really have to take any proactive steps themselves to like find somebody, Mm -hmm. but that that person will just come to them. Yeah. So I'm curious like what your standpoint on that is, because like for me, the reason why I haven't actually really tried online dating is because I had this idea that I actually don't think is right, but I had this idea in my head that was like, I am not trusting in God's process if I do online dating because I am like taking it into my own hands. I don't think that that's right. Yeah. I think that. Well, I think that that's an easy thing to believe. It is. And actually, honestly, just in the last couple of days, um, I have realized that that's not right. That's not a right mentality. Maybe for me. And again, this is subjective. Like I'm just speaking about myself here. Um, And I do believe that there's like truth in in knowing that like if God has someone for you like he can easily bring him to you Mm -hmm. but I do wonder what your like your stance on that is like do you feel like you have the authority from God to take proactive steps towards like also seeking somebody so I'm really glad that you asked this because (laughs) I actually think that this is the core of why this conversation has rerouted to being about dating rather Mm. than singleness (laughs) word um because I think a lot of times in our life we live, so we, we talk about this at my church a lot of times. It's red light living rather than green light living. So one of the, one of the leaders at my church is Scott Vanderwerf, and he, he brought this concept and it was like mind blowing to me that so often in our lives, we, um, we're driving along the road and we just stop and we wait at a red light. But in this life, I believe that this is a partnership with the Lord. It's a partnership with the Holy Spirit. And so actually, I don't think that there is a necessarily like this set plan. There's not this like clear ABC mm-hmm. pathway. But when we're living our life, like there are green lights all around us. That God is empowering us through our desires. He's empowering yeah. us through our emotions, through what we want to do and like how we want to live. Yeah. If we're living our life like like it's a green light, just going. And then when things are maybe not the right thing or like we make a mistake or something that there's rerouting that Mm -hmm. God will then like take that and say, okay, no, I'm going to make a new way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to bring you around to, um, to a new way of thinking about it to, to then eventually get you where I, where I want you to be. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that that's a super empowering thing because in this time of singleness, we don't have to actually just wait that this is actually yeah. an empowering time, um, not just not just to find a husband again or not just to like do something, you know, yeah. find a boyfriend, but it's actually an active time of taking steps, not just steps towards finding somebody, but steps towards what God has for us. And sometimes that yeah. means like opening ourselves up to things. I think what online dating can be is not living a red light life. It's actually living green light and saying, I'm going to go for this and trust the Lord, trust him that I hear his voice, that if things aren't right, or if it's not a good thing, Mm -hmm. he's going to let me know. Yeah. And, and so dating can be that way. Yes. It can open your heart to more disappointment and more hurt because it has for me. Like it has, I, like I've said, I've, I've had exclusive relationships. I've been on some dates And then I've decided and realized that those things aren't right. And that can be really disappointing. But 
it's also been really empowering to know that this life is not this life is not my own but I have to still do and God wants me to do yeah God wants me to take steps Mm. and that's what dating's been for me in this time of singleness it's not waiting I love that mentality I love that position and that's not something that I have had I say I would say it's something that I have considered like maybe I should have that mentality but I haven't been affirmed in that but and it's possible that the Lord will like drop your guy in your lap like that would be amazing so. and, and I, that would be so and that's some that's some people's stories yeah it is and and maybe maybe that will happen for me too but I want to continue to go back and say God how am I your willingness is so apparent I I just want to be open that's what I'm saying your willingness to lay yourself out for God to to work in yeah love like this. I just I just want to be open and if and there have been times where I've needed to get off the app it's it's been a lot more off than on <laughs> like of just being available for online dating and then not yep and there's been times where I'm like nope I'm I can't go on that date or I don't feel peace about that or I'm not doing well emotionally or with my mental health to be able to do that and that's okay yeah but I want to continue to go back to the Lord and say how am I how are we Jesus yep continually Um, checking in with God yep and like every decision that you make really just like checking in with God and saying okay are you giving me the authority to make this decision Mm -hmm. now yeah or are you um saying you know what you're not right like that authority is not not there yet and then trusting him that if things aren't right that he's gonna speak and he's gonna make that clear and that's why you involve other people that's why you involve community and friends that's really good and important but just trusting him like mm-hmm. he has got your best interest at heart. Yeah. And may, I'm sure there's people that need to hear that. That this. Yes. This time of. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Caitlin. I'm raising my hand right now. Yeah. You can't they, see they it. Can't, they can't see it I bet, the you, I bet you there's people raising their hands yeah. right now. I do that I when I, I do that when I listen it. to other episodes of yours. Like you'll say something oh. and I literally by myself. I'm like. <laughs> preach. Like yelling, yelling out in my room or like in my car, literally oh, like I'm sure people have driven God. by and been like, what is she doing? Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. It's just an empowering thing. It and is. dating dating can be, and it can be really hard too. It can. But trusting the Lord in it, hmm. keeping, just continuing to check in, make personal policies, make personal policies for a lot of things in your life. I have a, I have a whole notebook full of personal policies around my life Yeah, that I need to check in on and say like, how am I? How are things going? If you want to be married. Yeah. If that's a passion that God, a desire yes. that God's put in your life, it's there for a reason. If, if it's, if it's something you want, you don't have to live a red light life waiting for it. Yeah. You can actually do. Yeah. And if you don't feel called to marriage, and singleness is something that you are called to mm-hmm. praise God yes because dating's hard and it- marriage is hard <laughs> so I'm not saying that this is everyone's what everyone needs to do yeah I'm not I'm not saying that at all I feel called to remarriage and that's something personally that, yeah, I do too. yeah it's something personally that I feel called to like <laughs> no and that's so yeah. true and that's something that I have like in my community like my pastor has yeah. spoken about that where he has said that the Lord specifically about marriage actually yeah. and like how hard it is for singles to be around their friends getting engaged in marriage yep, it is and, hard and and whatnot and he literally said if the lord has put that desire into your heart to have a family to be a mom or a dad and to be a yep. wife or a husband 
that he has intentionally put that in your heart. And because of that, he wants to fulfill that for you. Mm -hmm. And if it's not in your, in your, in his plan for you, he has the power to take that away and he will take that desire away Mm -hmm. and he will do so not in a rip the bandaid off kind of way where he's like, surprise, you're going to feel how hurt you are that I'm taking this away. That's not our God. He will, he will do so in a way where he will gently remove it and instill that trust in him that, that even though you may not be thinking about wanting it anymore, he still has such a promise for you to fulfill exactly what your heart desires. He has hand, handpicked and hand-selected not only your spiritual gifts, your personality traits, but mm-hmm. also your desires in your heart. And he is well aware of what yeah. you want. And he also wants that for you. Amen. And so... I love that we're just like preaching to each other here in this. <laughs> that has been this entire weekend. Yeah. <laughs> which has been so beautiful praise god it has been like listen guys i pre i i preach to everybody about community all the time i talk about it in the other episodes that i was on um on this podcast and i will tell you right now that i have experienced amazing community however in the last two days Mm -hmm. the lord has revealed to me the kind of community that he is calling me to now and i just want to encourage the listeners to be open to that to appreciate the community that you have to seek it out if you don't have it And to consistently recognize that the Lord will place you in an area of community that specifically fits your spiritual needs. Yep. That's good. But then also, sometimes you have to take active steps towards it. (laughs) That it might not, it it may not just drop on your lap. That's so relevant to this exact (laughs) situation. So I think, I think for me. um, I would have never met you guys had I not. Yeah. Literally. taken, Taken an active step. Flown across the country. So and like for me, I I needed I needed a new level of community. Yep. I needed to take I needed just a just an upgrade in my community a little mm-hmm. bit. I had great friends, but I wanted to be surrounded mm-hmm. by more people that were just diving into yeah. community. So I took a step and I took a financial cut. I took <laughs> took like I'm you know, I got I left my lease early from my old place to come to this group of of women that were running really really hard after the lord and yeah. and that's not a bad on anyone that i moved out from yep. the situation i moved out from it was just my situation was different mm-hmm. my depression was bad my my i was i was discontent i was disappointed and i needed mm-hmm. encouragement and so wow. i took a step because i wasn't living a red light life i wasn't waiting for wow. i wasn't waiting for community to drop on my lap i needed to actually go after and get it wow and you know so maybe what? so it's probably somebody needs to hear that today I think a- absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> you're raising your hand again <laughs> so if you're single and you're and and that this is this is your story like take us take a step towards something you want yeah because if you're taking your life and making it you, you have control mm-hmm. over your life mm-hmm. trusting the Lord trusting the Lord in mm-hmm. your season but then actually going after things yeah not so, living in fear Living yes. in fear, living Woo. in fear is my one of my biggest struggles, and it is and everyone's the first thing that <laughs> I will say. I have I have this weekend so many things about this weekend, but I have um, stopped. I I didn't live in fear honestly at all this weekend. Praise God! And I will say that that has literally shown me exactly what you're saying yeah. about green light living and why the Lord is sitting here like, yes, move. Yeah. Like take move like take steps. Be moving. Be active. Yep. 
And like, I am like ready for that. And I will, I will tell you when you need to take rest and stop. Yeah. But if you're not actually feeling that per se, it's a compass, not a map. So yeah, yeah. The Lord will say, the Lord will say like, go in the direction that always pursues me. Yep. And take those steps. Don't be stagnant and complacent in the faith that you have now because I have more for you. I will always have more abundance. for you. Abundance. Abundance. He has that's, abundance, that's you guys. That's so amazing because the last three years I've been so in tune with like, yes, Jesus, fill me with your love. Fill me with your spirit. Let's do this. Literally redeem me, reclaim me. And I'm still here now like, God, I want more. And I got more. Yeah. I received more. in recently this month this weekend and god is like i have even more for you amen and that's so true beautiful and i would have never experienced that had i not taken a step yeah and said you know what i'm gonna act boldly and i'm gonna act boldly in my faith and i'm gonna do something that many people may be like why are you doing that (laughs) and i'm like why are you going on online dating why right or you must be desperate yeah or or <laughs> she oh must be really lonely oh, if she's on online dating. How do you feel about telling people? I think about this all the time. Oh, how'd you guys meet? <clears throat> An app. Yeah. And I, like for a while, I was like, ooh, I don't like the way that sounds. So many people meet on like, apps. Or it's like, so fine and, now. And now. It so is. It so is okay. Because you're making it a priority. Right. And that's okay. Also, and actually, one of my roommates said this, that, that really a lot of what apps are is just a way of um, further connection with somebody. Oh, yeah. And that's really what you can look at it as. It's not I'm just not going, like. I'm not going to bars all the time with right. the assumption that I'm going to find somebody. Because I don't want to find someone And listen, a bar. I will say, like, I have done that. I have, like, been in that place. Yeah. Where, like, honestly, there are times when I have felt this, like pit of loneliness where I'm like I'm just gonna go to a coffee shop and like sit there and hope that someone walks in I have literally been there mm-hmm. and I have also been to the point where God's like no because if he walks in he's right. gonna be married with a newborn <laughs> <laughs> oh the truth of because that. then he won't be him though he's not but gonna be him but, right but that's what I'm saying yeah. is that instead of like feeding into the loneliness yeah just accepting that um there are so many outlets in our world now to be able to uh interact with people that the lord has created and loved so much amen if that happens to be somebody that you end up dating praise jesus amen and if it doesn't praise jesus yeah because he's got you he has hope for you there is hope for you and he has promise for you i could not have said it better myself thank you so much for listening to the reclaims podcast if you like what you hear please subscribe to the podcast and rate it on itunes If you're interested in partnering with the Reclaimed Podcast financially, you can do so on my Patreon page. Remember, you're not alone. There is hope. And we'll see you next week.